Hi and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. And today we will be talking about the story of Draupadi and how she ends up marrying the Pandav brothers. And it's a very interesting story, but we will have to go back in time a little bit. So the story starts from the guru of the Pandav and the Kauravas, that is Drona. So when Drona was a student, he had a friend whose name was Drupad and they were studying together. Drupad was the son of the king of Panchal and Drona was son of Brahmin. So naturally, Drona did not come from a lot of money. On the other hand, his friend who he was studying with, uh, Drupad, was a prince and he was going to become a king once he finishes his studies and goes back. When they became really close friends while they were studying, um, Drupad understood that Drona was uh, thinking a lot about his future and what he would do. So because he felt his pain, he uh, promised him that once he go back to his kingdom and once he becomes the king, he will. He promised him that he will share half of his kingdom with Drona so that Drona never has to worry about money again and he would give that half kingdom to him for being such a great friend to him. So finally their studies are done and they go back to their respective lives. Um, Drupad goes back and becomes the king of Panchal and starts managing his kingdom. Meanwhile, Drona goes back and lives his life. He gets married. He has a son. His name is Ashwatthama. But he's still struggling a lot to make ends meet. And even though he is so talented, he has studied a lot. He is such a great warrior. He knows so much about warfare and archery. And he has so much knowledge, basically. But still, he was suffering because he could not make ends meet and he was just tired and fed up of being poor and of his poverty and he was not able to also find a source of income at that point so he decided that he's finally going to pay visit to his friend Rupert who had made some promise and he would um, this would be the high time to take help from his friend but when he goes to his friend Drupad laughs at him and makes fun of him because now Drupad is Drupad made that promise when he was a kid and they were studying but now Drupad is the king and he understands the value of money and having a kingdom and being being in that position of power where he can help someone. But does Drupad want to give away half of his kingdom for a promise? Absolutely not. Drupad laughs and makes jokes at Drona and he tells him to just go away. That is not going to happen. And he was even shocked that Drona would come to him asking him for half of his kingdom. Uh, so Drona obviously felt really bad and he went back and then he kept looking for employment. He kept looking for sources of income and that's when eventually he ended up in Hastinapur and eventually he got employed as the guru, as a teacher of the Kauravas and Pandavas. However, when he trained them completely and it was time for them to give their guru the Guru Dakshana, Drona asked him that as Guru Dakshana, he wants the Kaurav and the Pandav brothers to go and capture his old friend Drupad and bring him to him, bring him to him as a prisoner. So the Kaurav and Pandavas obviously, they are like, of course, we'll do anything for you. You are our teacher. You've given us everything we know and you've trained us as whatever you ask for Guru Dakshana, we will do it for you. So they go, the Kauravas first try to attack the army of Drupad, but they fail. 
then the pandavas go and then they are finally able to capture king drupad and they bring him uh, capture him and his kingdom and they bring bring king drupad as a prisoner and bring them to drona and now drona teaches a very important lesson to drupad that if you make a promise to your friend that you'll help him you are actually meant to like abide by your words and actually help your friend when you said you would and so drupad makes him realize of what he did was wrong and then drupad is like you know what if you could have just given me half of your kingdom you could have enjoyed half of your kingdom and you already had more than enough while on the other side i didn't even have like food on my plate so you could have done the right thing at that time but you didn't so now you lost all of your income because of one mistake that you made but you know what i am not like you so what i will do is that now that i have all of your kingdom i am going to gift you <laughs> half of your kingdom back to you and i'm going to be the bigger person here uh, of course drona could have taken all his kingdom because that's the rule of war if you have captured the king you have the kingdom you can do whatever you wanted to do with it and drona decided that he's going to give half of the kingdom back to drupad and drupad goes back and drupad at this point is like raging with anger because he cannot believe what just happened he just lost half of his kingdom and he lost his dignity so he he just decides that he's going to take revenge from drona and he then uh, starts this yagna and then he starts his sacrificial fire just praying chanting mantras and just uh, praying so much that he wants to seek revenge from him and then from that sacrificial fire is born his son drishtadhumna who is whose life purpose is to take revenge from the kurus and of course from drona and from this fire is also born his sister and she is draupadi so enter draupadi so that's the entry of draupadi and we are going to delve more into her story now but fun fact she was born from fire so when draupadi uh, grew up she turned out to be the most beautiful woman on the planet the vedas describe her as this beautiful woman with dark complexion with velvety skin she was basically very beautiful but her her father drupad who's still looking for someone um who's still looking for like more alliances on his side to take revenge from drona and from the kurus anyways so he wants that draupadi should marry the best warrior in the world because the more powerful his alliances are with other kingdoms the more chances of him winning with the kurus would be so he is he starts looking for the greatest warrior of all times to marry with draupadi and then this is when he listens and hears stories about krishna so when he hears about krishna he obviously wants krishna to marry draupadi so he sends a message to krishna asking him to marry draupadi now krishna does not want to do that but he also cannot just say no to it so he has to find a way of saying no because if he had just abruptly said no uh drupad could have just attacked him and it could have caused chaos so instead he just says that you know what how can i marry draupadi like she's she's a queen and i am not from the royal blood like i i heard cows like my occupation is i'm with, i'm like i'm sp- i spend my days with the cows what do you what do you mean i you want me to marry a queen so he says i'm totally not worthy 
of marrying Draupadi and I don't think I should marry her but I'll give you a suggestion what you should do is arrange a swamvar for Draupadi and in this way you will actually invite all the Kshatriyas and all the people from the royal blood and then so many people can compete we can actually have a competition and then Draupadi can also decide who she wants to get married to at the same time the man has to be good enough like he has to be the best warrior as well so all of the needs would be met and Rupat completely agrees with it and at that point in those times marriages and family relationships were had different complexities and marriages were done to form alliances especially with your enemies or different kingdoms because if you have married your daughter with with someone from a different kingdom you cannot obviously attack them they cannot attack you it's form of an alliance and sometimes it has to be done to keep peace to extend your kingdom to become stronger so everybody kind of understood that and this is when Krishna's guru actually planned the whole competition and it's called Matsya Yantra so basically there was a wooden fish that was revolving and there was a, there was oil kept next to it and then you have to look at the reflection of the fish in the oil and then shoot an arrow whoever would be able to shoot the arrow and hit the wooden fish eye would be eligible and then Draupadi can say yes or no if she wants to marry that person but first he has to clear that part of the competition which was extremely difficult <laughs> anyways invitations are being sent to everybody everybody knows about the swamvar everybody hears about it and so does the Kaurav brothers and the Pandav brothers and Pandav brothers at this point remember are still in the forest this is the time when Bhim already got married as per our last episode to Hadimba Devi and they, he has a son Gatotkaj and they have moved on and while they've moved on they have met their grandfather Vedvyas and Vedvyas has advised them that they should disguise as Brahmins and live in a town nearby and just try to like melt in the life of the town and let nobody know that they are Pandav brothers let everybody think that they are Brahmins and live that life because they knew that if Kauravs find out that they're alive they will keep attacking them so this is happening so now they've heard everybody's heard the Pandav brothers also decide that they because they've heard about how beautiful Draupadi is and they also know that uh, what Drupad has decided that he wants to seek revenge from the Kuru so they are also very intrigued and they also decide to attend the Swamvar but disguised as Brahmins so the day of Swamvar comes and Krishna is taking care of or Krishna Ji is actually like the event organizer so to say <laughs> he's like I'm here if hell breaks loose because it will it's a Swamvar there is bound to be fighting there's bound to be egos being clashed egos being hurt so Krishna Ji is there sitting like the head of event planning committee and he's like I will take care of this for Draupadi so as uh, Krishnaji is sitting, different different people are coming in and they are uh, participating and they are, they everybody is getting five chances. Anybody who wants to compete will get five chances to hit the arrow, but nobody is actually able to get even close to it. So what is happening is that when uh, when somebody, an eligible bachelor, is walking up and announcing that he wants to participate, Draupadi is actually looking at Krishnaji and Krishnaji is giving her a signal. Of like smiling and saying okay this person can go in if he's saying no then that person cannot go in so Draupadi is taking her signals from Krishnaji 
So what happens is that we have the Kauravas, we have the Pandavas there. And now from the Kauravas, the eldest brother, Duryodhan also wants to participate, but he also feels like, because he knows that he's not the best archer in the world. So he feels that if he's, if he misses the target, he's going to be humiliated in front of everybody and everybody will know that maybe his potential is not as good and his ego would be hurt. So he doesn't go first. He tells his younger brother to go and try. And when he does and he fails, he decides that, okay, I'm not going to put myself in this position. I'm not even going to participate in this competition. Then Karna decides, Karan decides that he's going to go participate. But when he goes and Draupadi looks at Krishnanji and Krishnanji gives her like a nod that no, he cannot participate because Krishnanji knows he's good. <laughs> he might hit the fish's eye and then the course of destiny is going to change. So obviously that cannot happen. So then uh, Draupadi, of course, says, no, I don't want a Sutputra. She doesn't even call him a Sutputra. She calls him Sut. A charioteer and then she says a charioteer cannot enter this competition and then of course Karan's ego is hurt and then he tells Draupadi that you know what I will take revenge from you when I get a chance and he leaves and then finally Arjun comes and he is like I would like to participate in this competition and Krishnanji obviously knows that disguised as a Brahmin these are Pandava brothers and this is Arjun and he gives a go and Arjun goes and then he, because he has five chances, he actually takes five arrows and simultaneously hits them and five of them in one line hit the eye of the fish in such a way that it breaks the fish. And the crowd goes crazy and then Draupadi is also very happy. She also accepts Arjun as her future husband. And then the then, of course, some fights break up. Then how this, how that. But Krishnanji is there. The Yadavas are there. They fight them back. They tell everyone to calm down. And then finally, everything is said. Everything is said. Drupada is happy. Uh, uh, Everybody is happy. Arjun is happy. And uh, Draupadi is happy. And then the garland ceremony happens. They exchange garland. And now, drumroll, they are married. <laughs> so once they are married, Arjun takes... Um, Draupadi and with his brothers he goes back to where he, uh, their mother Kunti is back to their cottage where they're living so Kunti is busy doing something and then she doesn't even look back and Arjun comes in and Arjun says hey mother look what look what I got look what I bought today and usually when this happens they usually have brought food for the day and Kunti without even looking says what if we have like divided and divided amongst your brothers and just have it so she doesn't even look back and Arjun says this and she says, whatever you have got, just divide it among your amongst yourself, divide it within your brothers. But when she turns back and she sees that it's not food, it's Draupati. Arjun got married and he got a wife. And now Kunti, who is the epitome of truth, whatever she says again is like what's said is said and what's said has to be done. She com is, com is in complete shock of what she just did. She just asked Arjun and Arjun's wife to become the wife of all the brothers. And on that cliffhanger, I will end today's podcast. We'll know what happens next. How will Draupadi react? How will the brothers react? How will Draupadi's father Drupad react to this? Has he agreed on Draupadi becoming the wife of all the brothers? We'll learn more about that in the next uh, podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to this one. It's also available on Spotify, YouTube, wherever. And yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.